in society generally, people, everybody's rushing, right? Everybody's trying to rush. They want it. They, they're impatient. They want to get this thing now. And I understand it. Like, of course, when you make the decision to get healthy or to get fit, you want to do it fast. Like, why do you want to take forever? Like, no one wants to get rich slowly, right? But at the same time, that's the surest way to get rich is slowly. But when I say rich, I don't just mean money. I mean in health also. Welcome to the Total Fit Podcast, your go-to for all things holistic health, fitness, and wellness. Whether you're a coach, seasoned gym goer, or just starting your fitness journey, this podcast is for you. Welcome everyone back to the Total Fit Podcast. Really, really excited today. I am joined by Nathan Holiday the founder of Level Method. Welcome, Nathan. Welcome, Nathan. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to have you, man. I'm really pumped for this call because we we have adapted what you created into our gym and I've seen it transform over this year, hundreds of people's lives. And so very excited to have you on the call. So Nathan, what, give us a little background about yourself and what is Level Method? Sure. Um, so I started coaching when I got out of the army in 2008 and so i just kind of dove into the world of coaching um and as an athlete also like i was kind of pursuing my own athletic endeavors and trying to get fitter and all that and uh as i went through the coaching you know the the ascension of a coach learning everything i kind of uh elevated myself into a gym owner role eventually and in that role, you know, still coaching and trying to figure things out, um, I realized that, uh, you know, plugging regular people into fitness was a big challenge because of the complexity of fitness. So when you think about like a functional fitness or CrossFit or any of these worlds, there's just so much to focus on all the time. And I was having a hard time getting my clients to have compliant, just like to be compliant with the program. Uh, to stay with it long term, to not get injured. So safety was a big piece. And, you know, over the years, I'm, I'm always studying and reading. And the idea of levels is, uh, it, it's not a new idea. It's been around for, you know, decades. Um, and so I kind of started going down the path of trying to figure out how I would apply a level system um, to my clients. And that's like the first iteration of it was just in my gym, with the map, which is that, you know, that big colorful board that kind of figuring out where somebody fit. And then that really evolved into programming that was built around individual levels um, and just allowing people to do things that are exactly appropriate for them at their level, right? So this all came from experience, um, you know, about eight years of just really tweaking and trying to figure out how things uh, would work in a regular environment with regular people and plugging them into fitness over the long term. Wow. So how long has that process been going on? So it started, um, like I opened my gym in 2012. I was coaching since 2008. So that was four years. And then in 2016 is when we launched Level Method. It took about a year of testing the first uh, wave and getting everything, all the data all cleared out. So it was like good to go. And then from 2016 till now, we've updated the map once. 
Uh, so the map, like all the data, so the original, the original data set was way too difficult. So it was like too advanced for people. And so we, we did a, a second edition and then that's what we have now. And this has been, you know, uh, so I don't know, what is that like over 12 years or 14 years? Like that's that. amazing. Yeah. So anyone who's, who's not heard 11 method, just get it up on your phone while you listen to this and just, you'll see basically an outline of a map and on the left side it breaks down just all kind of components of fitness and then puts it into different levels and i think one thing that drew me to it was we've been talking as members you know we had a whiteboard in our gym and we literally had like people squat their deadlift their press their seven minute burpees and a run time and we talked i talked about creating this on an excel and i heard about this level method on a podcast and i immediately you know went on and was like this is what we need and it and, and what I've seen is it just given people the ability to see the next step to have that consistency. Um, and we are seeing people get their first pull-up. We're seeing people who were too afraid to come to the gym normally, just being having the confidence to start at the very beginning and developing sales through. How, how many gyms are implementing this level method? And in terms of stories, how have we? How many people are you seeing hitting, improving their health, hitting the health spectrum, um, getting into those oranges browns over the last few years? So we have two hundred gyms that run the level method. Uh, we have hundreds of thousands of data points on on regular people, tens of thousands of people doing the level method in gyms. And what you described is exactly that step by step is super crucial because if you if you walk into a gym, you're you know person wants to get fit you walk into a, a, a gym and you see people doing muscle ups and all sorts of crazy stuff the map will you'll have muscle ups on the map but you can track it back all the way down to like a, a jump to stabilize on the rings or something that's manageable that then i can bring my clients up over time and so in my gym it was it was just night and day difference. So we had people that were previously not really engaged, not really hitting goals, not really focused on anything. And this is one thing people, one of the uh, criticisms is that not everybody wants to be so goal oriented all the time. And you don't have to be. Like even with the level method, you don't need to be super hyper focused on the goal, but it still gives you a snapshot of kind of where you are in the world of fitness. And that can really help just kind of navigate forward and to know that you're doing a workout that's right for you that's like exactly like prepared for your level of fitness which is really valuable yes definitely how, how did you decide the health spectrum so there's a there's certain metrics that we want people to get to um and it's a big passion because in the uk i don't know if you've heard our, our whole medical system is under huge strain almost collapse and it's it's really quite a painful time you know Everything's going okay, but it's, in terms of our medical system, it's it's not looking good. And we hear time and time again, you know, friends and family saying like, "Oh, I, I'm I do running, I'm I'm fit," and the level method kind of changes that approach that you need to have multiple aspects of fitness in terms of it. How did you decide what to include in terms of defining what was healthy, and how did you decide those? measuring posts of where that began so the a lot of it's based on data so like if you look at that the health spectrum fundamentally comes like where it came from was the original spectrum that uh glassman came up with right so the i don't know what i don't remember what, what he called it um 
Do you remember what it was called? It was like, uh, but it's it's the same concept. So it's this, it's the spectrum of health, and we then layered on data that showed kind of where where people actually were. So the vast majority of people that are in gyms around the world are in this yellow orange, and then maybe into the blue a little bit. So this yellow orange is really where most people. And we're, what we want to do is push people up into that maybe orange zone maybe into blue and when you look at the you look at globally like at fitness everybody's always trying to get as fit as possible if you look at like the just the the philosophy of of crossfit or whatever it's like i got to get as fit as possible but there's actually a drop off on health after a certain point right and this there's i mean because it can become an addiction i can start to like do all sorts of things that aren't healthy for me long term in order to get to like eke out a little bit more fitness and so when we look at like just general markers of health, we want to like blood pressure, all the, the, the normal stuff, but generally body fat composition, again, up to a certain point, if you get to these extreme low levels of body fat, it's not healthy at all. If you look at body, like these bodybuilders or body comp competitions where they're going in and they're getting extremely ripped, like they're getting down to like 3% or people have, they have kidney failure they have like liver like everything their organs just start to go to crap because their bodies they're like literally going to this point and peaking at this and this is not how we want to live long term so when you think about health you know the fundamentals always come into play nutrition is always going to be a big one how you rest and recover is a really big one and then movement in general is a really big one so we kind of want to bring those together when we look at that health spectrum it includes all of those things and making sure you're managing hormones, which are directly related to organs and that sort of thing. So how, how would you think we could spread this message? Because I think definitely here, you know, there's a lot of people who they're still, you know, they're working a, a good job and they're, you know, degree based or, um, but there's still a huge misunderstanding of what it is to be physically healthy, you know, there's not an understanding. There's still a understanding that oh, I don't want to lift heavy weights because that's bad for my bones. In terms of that, um, how is it? Do you see us changing that dynamic of encouraging people that they need to change? They need to train functional in everything. Well, I mean, when when you think about like somebody's journey in health, and, and like what, if someone's starting from ground zero and they're looking to get Fit or they're looking to get healthy, there are only a handful of fundamentals. And these fundamentals have been around forever and everybody knows them. But I think number one, one of the biggest concepts is, is to keep it simple. Because complexity in general, if, if something's very co complex or there's a lot of friction to get started, someone isn't going to continue doing that, right? It's got to be simple to start and there's got to be a clear vision from the person. So when you think about health, health can mean different things to different people depending on what they want for their life, what they're doing in their life. So if somebody's working, you know, and they're on their feet all day long, they might in in terms of their fitness routine, they might need a lot more uh rejuvenation type stuff or maybe some more stretching type things and less intense work if they're like a manual laborer, right? So if you're working doing manual laboring all the time. Sorry about that. I don't know what. Um, so if they're, if they're uh, just working all day long, you're not going to want them to come in and then do 
um, you know, Fran or whatever, right? You're going to want to maybe have them do base work, some regeneration. So it, it really has to do with the person and what their vision is. And once they kind of know what that vision is or what they're looking to do, the finding quality experts to help them. That's why the gym environment is so valuable, like Total Fit in general, or any good gym with a excellent program with expert coaches, that's where you want to get to. You want to go into an environment like that so you can be guided and you can be shown exactly what to do and not have to make decisions on your own. And, you know, there's three key areas um, the diet movement, like just your diet, your movement, and then like re regeneration. And that's going to be like, you guys do that really well, right? You have that whole system to make sure that you're balanced with all those things. So that's kind of what I would say. Anybody looking to get fit or healthy, that's going to, I mean, there are fundamentals, but there's going to be, it's going to have to do with what somebody wants, what they're looking to do. I, I totally agree. I, I think beginning to see more and more that you, when you see, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, a commercial gym and access gym, but it's often, it's like throwing, you know, a basket of eggs against a wall. And in terms of, and the ones that can handle it are there, you know, training on the road, you know, you give them, they can back squat, they can lift, they can engage their core. But for the majority of people, they're not able to activate the muscles they need to, you know, they're not, in, they're not engaging their core when they need to, or their glutes. And so having that guiding, at least to begin with, you know, to get them on, on, on the front foot, I think is just so, so essential because the people you see in the gym training on their own are the minority. And it's like, we often need that just physical guy, like a physician to come in and help us to whatever's gone wrong with how our movement is to sort us out um, and to help us to move correctly. So yeah, I totally agree. You know, it's it's this concept of like discernment, right? And or dif being able to differentiate between multiple things that only comes with experience. Yeah. So in order to know if something's good or bad, in order to be able to like, am I doing this right or wrong? Like movement wise, I have to have experience. It's the only way. If you come in and you only know one way, that's going to be the way. And this is what you see all the time. You see it on like instagram and all these influencers they're clearly beginners like these people that are that are influencing all these other people they have like you know five hundred thousand followers or something but when you watch them move and you see and you hear what they're saying they're clearly beginners they don't know but they're but they're influential and so now you have a beginner person trying to teach somebody else and then this person's taking this information but they don't have any way to tell if it's good or bad that's why a gym generally, like if you go to a gym, it's going to be better than just randomly going and trying to do whatever you want to do. And now within the gym world, there's going to be a spectrum, right? And so like for anybody who is is the, going into looking to get healthy or lo looking to get fit, you want to check out some places and build that that discernment ability and like, okay, what are they saying? What are they saying? What are what, what are all these different gyms or these coaches saying? Are they trying to push me super hard right out the gate? Or are they trying to make me do a bunch of stuff that I'm not really prepared for or I'm uncomfortable with? If that's the case, then they might not be appropriate for you. But if you have a lot of experience and that's what you're looking for, then again, that might be the right place for you, right? So it, it all depends. But building that discernment ability over time is really important. And you can accelerate that by finding quality experts. And I say quality because there's lots of like fake experts out there that 
I mean, they just, they're confident. So that confidence comes across as expertise, but they're not necessarily giving you the best advice. No, that's really good. Really, really good. So in terms of what is next in terms of level mess? So our heart, you know, passion, we're planning, we want to do more in terms of health, um, you know, opening more sites, making more accessible um, for everyday people in terms of it. What's your vision? Because I remember, I, I think I shot you a message we also do a bit of performance coaching with the university teams, but our real heart is for health and passion. And you said that you weren't developing level method to be performance, that you were really focusing on reaching the everyday person. What have you guys have got in terms of how are you going to do that? And what's your guys' vision um, over the next decade? So, um, you know, individuals is uh, going to the individual and giving people a structure for uh training on their own but just like what i just mentioned complexity is not good so we would have a simplified version of the level method and we would be working to push those people to coaches right so if you imagine like um if somebody wanted to get a fundamental idea of what their level was doing movements that anybody could do so not complicated movements but something that anybody can do and you can get a, essentially like a uh, an estimate of where your level is. So, so I'm like, I'm about orange or something like that. And then you could have workouts at home or however, but then ideally being moved up into a coach or into a gym. So it would be like, essentially, we have an app and people come in, they're looking to get fit and then they're getting their initial level and then they're moving up into uh, into a coach environment or a group coaching environment or something like that. Um, another thing is coaching education. This is something. So within lo like the, the structure of level method, the way we do now is we go into gyms and it's a it's a framework for gyms to run in their gym, right? So it's a a system software. It's all this. It's a uh, you know it's an entire protocol to do it. But, but there's a a disconnect sometimes with just how much is behind the scenes with what we do. So in terms of energy systems and in terms of like the lit framework, um, which is all, if anybody's listening, you don't have any idea what those words mean probably, but it's a, it's a very complicated back end. And it's, when I say complicated, I mean that it's very robust, it's thorough. And so another thing would be uh, having some sort of coach education that we're building out now. We have e-learning, if you're familiar, like in, the, in our, you know, we have all different e-learnings. But uh, like a deeper dive into the coaching side, into energy systems, um, into how to leverage level method best, because fundamentally level method is is giving you a snapshot into your weaknesses. And when you go into a gym, you're doing workouts that are scaled directly exactly for you where you are. This is night and day different than what you're going to get at any at a gym that where the coaches are scaling based on their experience because the same way as there's differentiation ability with a normal person coming into a gym there's that same spectrum with coaches you know so you have a coach that comes in and they're brand new and now they're responsible to uh be scaling all these new people in class however they feel like doing it right and this is one of the big problems and the safety issues with with crossfit in general um, so, you know, educating the coaches become a, a very big piece of the puzzle. 
because if we can educate the coaches, give them the tools, give them the frameworks, then they can, you know, take their clients and get them better results, safer, faster, over longevity, like over a longer period of time. Because that's one of the fundamental ideas is that we want people to be doing this for their life. We want it to be in their their daily living. Like it's health is not just uh, I'm going to go and do, get ready for some event and then now I'm healthy forever, right? It's a set of habits. And I think that's all, all what you guys do really well. This It's a, a structure. There, there are habits in place that I need to do. And habits don't just, I mean, you don't run one time and you're fit forever. It's like you got to continue to do it, you know? So that's, uh, so that's in terms of a future to individuals and then, you know, for coaches. Yeah, I, I love that because, our you know, our passion is like, how do we meet the health deficit in the UK and globally? There's other people who are passionate, who like spearheading their nation and everything in terms of that. And so a simplified model, because sometimes it is, tough you know the level of athleticism as a coach to coach the higher end you know you sometimes do have higher end athletes and to to coach those can be challenging but having the equipment so i think that would be an amazing thing having you know something that we could do on, on the go you know we have a tilt fit go like if i was coaching if uh, on this island that i worked with off yemen and you know and we had just a few kettlebells and a bar you know that it would be beautiful to have that um yeah because you'd mentioned something about you know the gaps in in health in society like at a high level and i think one of the the big um one of the big missing pieces or something that people do too much is they fo they this this shiny object syndrome you know this is super common is people are constantly jumping from one thing to the next all the time or they're, they're, they get into a program for a period and then they hop back out. They have big diet swings, right? So they get on some extreme diet for a period of time and they come off of it. And this, uh, this it can mess your metabolism up by constantly doing this. You want to be steady. So one of the big gaps that I see is this shiny object syndrome. The other one is, um, it's kind of similar. It's kind of like intertwined, but focused on quick fixes or a lack of fundamentals. This is also huge. And in society, generally, people, everybody's rushing, right? Everybody's trying to rush. They want it, they, they're impatient. They want to get this thing now. And I understand it. Like, of course, when you make the decision to get healthy or to get fit, you want to do it fast. Like, why do you want to take forever? Like, no one wants to get rich slowly, right? But at the same time, that's the surest way to get rich is slowly. But when I say rich, I don't just mean money. I mean in health also. So it's like you want to avoid rushing. When I see people around, they get super excited and then they bomb themselves and everything else in their life. So one thing you, you mentioned, those the, the areas of your uh, framework, the six spheres, right? So if I only focus on one of those sphere, spheres and I like drop everything off, I'm not going to be balanced, right? And this happens because people get obsessed with one aspect and th th there's just this myopic view and they think that complexity is better and they're going harder and harder and harder as opposed to kind of taking a step back and looking at everything and thinking, okay, well, what's the, what's the simplest, biggest, most important thing I could do in each one of those areas? And then how do I get to build that habit 
in so it happens without me having to think about it? Or how do I double up the habits? So I do, by doing one thing, I'm actually hitting on multiple things. So like a gym is a great environment for this, right? I get, I get fit. I have the community. I have my, my friends. There's growth aspects. There might be different events that we do environmentally. Like there's a lot of different things that can overlap. So you want to think, okay, how do I get that leverage? And how do I hit on multiple things at once, but do it steadily over time? Because again, if you think, if you give yourself a year or two years or five years, this is a much easier time frame to work with than a week. Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna crush it now for two weeks or a month or whatever, because I have to do this thing. If you think over a long, a longer period of time, it can drop the anxiety and that sense of constantly having to rush to get to my end result because it no longer becomes this attainment thing. It becomes a process. It's like as, a, as opposed to the outcome of achieving a certain level of fitness or becoming XYZ healthy. Like, you know, so, you know, I'm just doing it nice and steadily you know, with a process mindset of refining the details and, you know, refining my training, eating better slowly, learning how to shop for food, learning how to read labels, like all these basics that you can only get it through time and experience. So if you alleviate the pressure on yourself to try to attain everything all at once, you can... I think it's just the society that we're in. I think it's just, the, it's the culture that we're in. It's that, it's the social media culture, right? So everybody's always seeing these these windows. Like if you look, oh, pull up your phone, there are windows into other people's lives that are not real. They're not real. They're just like these fake things. And so there's always, always this sense of missing out or I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. And this is just getting worse and worse. I mean, 50 years ago, it was magazines, right? So it's not like it's that much different, but it's it, it's now ubiquitous and it's everywhere and people are always looking at things and thinking, I have to do better, I gotta do more. They, they'll see something on social media about some insane person that's doing some crazy stuff and then they feel like they have to do it. But that's not how, that's not how progress actually happens. Progress is steady and slow. I mean, now you can't have big turning points you can call these like what are called significant emotional events, some sort of realization or this aha moment or something that happens where now I make the decision. It's like you have a moment where it's like you can't walk up the stairs and you're like, okay, this is it. I'm never going to, I'm not going to let this happen anymore. And so then you have this turning point, but that's different than thinking that now I, after I make that turning point that I have to get, I have to lose a hundred pounds in a, a year right? Losing a hundred pounds in a year is just, it's just not good for you. You know, your, your organs just get completely crushed by this. You want to do it nice and steadily. You want to build these habits, these steady habits over time um, and avoid the rushing, avoid think like com continuously comparing. We all do it though. You know, we're always comparing people in general, always comparing. I should be here. I should be doing this. But if you just step out of that and think, okay, What's my, what do I want? So what's my vision? I want to be healthier. I want to be fit. Okay, well, what's the actual step that I need to do to do that? And the most important step is to find quality experts. 
find people that can help you, that understand what you're going through, that have been through it, and they've coached other people through it. They can give you all of the tools, right? It's like so much faster and better that way than trying to struggle on your own. 100% I agree. I think you, you, I do it in every, every area of life, pick one. So it's like I go to... I go to church, so I have someone at church who mentors me. I go to the gym. I coach, but I have another coach who coaches me. I join Brain because I needed mentorship. You know, it's like find someone who's ahead of, like 10 steps ahead of you and just get them to help you. And once if you trust them, then it can just have that. You know, it saves you. You know, we only have one life. And so you might as well learn from someone else's mistakes um, who can show you show you the way. And what, what's interesting about that is like, if you're so the best way to learn something is to teach right so you find you want to find mentors to get this information you find people but as soon as you start to understand the fundamentals you want to go and you want to impact people that don't know now you don't need to give them a super advanced stuff you can just be one step ahead of them where you know just these fundamentals but as your identity identity is an extremely important part of change long-term change so if I now am getting fit and I turn around and I help my family or my friends and I'm trying, I'm influencing them and you don't want to do it in a crazy way where you're like, you got, but it's like steadily influencing, giving them advice, being that's going to help your identity kind of slowly morph into something that's going to make it long lasting. Because if you view yourself, if you're a smoker and then you're a non-smoker, right? If like I, I'm if your identity is as a smoker, it's much diff more difficult to change than if you have changed your identity to a non-smoker, right? When we do it in our, after consultation, we always say like, you are now, your identity is a healthy person. So your decisions, everything you do, you're a healthy person. And so I, that's part of your life. You know, come to the gym three, four times a week and make the decision in terms of what I shop and just claiming that new identity. And a big thing we're passionate about at Total Fit is we, is a big, audacious, you know, it's, it's the idea of having like a coach in every home, that there's someone there to lead. You know, like when we see our members, it's like they are inputting, like you said, into their work colleagues, their families, everything. Is there anything we can do as gym, you know, as coaches to equip our members better? Because in terms of our sphere of influence, sometimes we just get tunnel vision and think it's just the people in front of us when actually they're impacting. Is there anything you think in the future that we could do as coaches to empower our members almost to have bigger impact? I think simple frameworks, right? Like what you guys have with six spheres, this is a simple framework. It's a framework that people can, they can get, they can understand it, they can relate it. So you give them the tools. Like when you're teaching people how to sell, like in a, a gym environment or whatever, you got to give them tools, you, you got to give them like, here's some tools on how to do this. Cause that's really what you become. If you're, you're selling the idea to your friends and family, like look at how much better this is. And so if you can give tools or frameworks, simple frameworks to people, so that they really understand it at a deep level, they have this congruency with what they're doing and they can turn around and they can express it. That's going to make a big impact. Cause if you're going to, you can have the like you know the annoying people that get really crazy about something and then they never shut up about it but and that that can have the opposite effect right so you want you want it to be this balance of like you know elegant simplicity in the messaging and then leading by example showing what the benefits are 
Because I guarantee you, if you're going to influence people around you, you've got to be an example. That it's the only way. It's the only way to actually have people change. If you try to convince people to change, it's never going to work. But if you show them a way and you kind of like, you know, you might nudge them a little bit or invite them to different things, but they can see a change in you or they can see that like clearly you're on this path. People don't want to be left behind, right? They don't want to be left behind on a journey or they don't want to think like, oh, this person's going somewhere and I'm just going to be left here by myself. They want to come along for the ride. And you'll see this all the time. It's one of those things that made functional fitness or makes functional fitness so popular. I mean, it's the popularity is kind of like depends. There's a lot of people that have preconceived notions about what functional fitness is. But fundamentally, you can't get better than, you know, workouts that are that are done well. So you're moving well. So you're doing functional fitness with movement quality consistency and simplicity, right? So if you have these things wrapped up in your, in your workout, your training, people will have results, right? And so it's, it's just, uh, it just, it's all about simplicity to me. It's like, you want to give people tools to be able to simply express and then lead by example. That's great. That's really amazing. Nathan, thank you so much. And I just wanted to, as we draw to a close, just thank you in terms of what you have created you probably don't realize is impacting, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of people in terms of your dedicated probably the hours on Excel, editing, everything in terms of it just means that we now as coaches can take what you've used and continue to take it to the next level and help people find optimal health. And so just thank you. Just, I hope you go to bed at night and just be the amount of people that lives that you were changing is so big, so vast. And so just thank you for all the work. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Thanks, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good. I appreciate you having me on, man. No worries. And where, Nathan, if they can, people want to find out more about Level Method with you, where can they find out? Uh, levelmethod.com is uh, everything Level Method. I have Instagram, just my name, Nathan Holiday. I run little challenges, very simple things. It's, uh, it's just a fun thing to, you know, to continue to help people. So if anybody wants to check that out. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Nathan, and look forward to chatting soon. Thanks, man. See ya.